the Nike of sleep, or just another soon-to-be ghost? We're gonna be talking about Casper. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, my name is Sean Azari. I'm here with Matt Skopak, and welcome to our deep dive. Or we still don't have a name for it, but we're diving into businesses, and this is episode two where we're diving into Casper, where they've implemented some strong marketing strategies and business tactics, which you could take away and start implementing your business. The, this company, I think in the last four quarters, generated about $430 million yeah, 430 in revenue, revenue in sales. They revolutionized their, the, the sleeping industry. So what can you take away from that? So I'm gonna start with number one. Try to reinvent your buyer's uh, experience, rather their, their, the customer journey experience, so what they did, Casper, is back in the day, you had to go to a mattress store. You still can uh, go to a mattress store, sit on a mattress, talk to a salesperson, and then get it delivered to your house using, I think it's called white glove delivery, which is really super expensive. Or perhaps you had to, you know, have a, you got to put a mattress on top of your car and hopefully it doesn't uh, fall off your car. So what they did is they now, well, when they started in 2014, they delivered the mattress in a box, um, which they could avoid going to a store. And they showcased, like, um, via videos, they had content that showcased this, where they open the box, they pull out the mattress, and the mattress blows up. And it's not an air mattress. This is a spring and foam mattress. So another thing they did on top of that, they allowed customers to try it for 100 nights, right, for free, oh, well, after they bought it, but they allowed it for, they have, uh, I think it's like their, their guarantee, refund like policy, their days. refund policy that you could try for 100 days so people are not scared of buying it. Like, oh, what if I don't like the mattress? You get to try it, which is great. However, Scoback, which we'll touch up on, it could really, you really need to make sure that your guarantee is not gonna really significantly impact your business because a lot of returns, you could get a lot of returns and if you can't reuse that product, right? If, for instance, for what they Mattresses did. Mattresses you can't reuse. Um, you're going to lose a lot of revenue. So um, try to reinvent your buyer's experience or perhaps try to have a way to um, have the customer feel good about buying the product such that they, all right, if they don't like it, right, they could return um, your product. So have a good return policy as well in play. So uh, number one is reinvent your uh, customer's experience. Gotcha. Number two. Top line sales are deceiving, and this is a big one for business owners. Uh, talking to a lot of business owners, everyone just cares about how many sales, what was my revenue. So I wanna put, put this to the test and really talk more, and Casper is the perfect example for this. Top line sales through uh, September uh, and 2019 for Casper was $392 million in revenue. Wow, sounds like a great company, right? Growing year after year. However, we're gonna look a little bit deeper into it and how you can use this for your business. So we're gonna make this nice and easy. We're gonna pretend that people are buying and Casper sells a bed that is $1,000 and we're gonna break down. So we're numbers. taking it with one example, right? One yes. scenario. One scenario, $1,000 purchase. All right, so a customer buys $1,000 and Casper takes in $1,000 in revenue. So next thing that we talk, touched about earlier, now we're gonna really talk about refunds. Great proposition, it's a great idea, 100-day guarantee. Now let's look into it. 
ending in 2019, 20% of their revenue was returned in refunds and discounts. That's huge. 20% of your profit, gone. So what that does now, that brings your net revenue down. So start with a $1,000 bed and we're subtracting $200. So $800 now is your net revenue. The cost of goods sold. Now, what is cost of goods sold? How much it costs you to make the product. So raw materials, manufacturing, uh, labeling, and then the shipping to to your personal warehouse, not to the customer. That's all considered cost now, of goods wait, sold. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt. Most business owners, uh, if they're running on Shopify, does this is this all calculated or people have to manually calculate like the cost of goods sold? Like how should people it, do it, that or should keep track? That's a great question. I mean, you're gonna have, it depends on the business. I mean, it depends if your Shopify is really integrated, but for the most part, you're gonna make purchase orders of purchasing your either raw materials or the product that you white label. It's gonna get shipped to you. So you're gonna have a shipping PO. You're gonna have a, a PO from whoever makes your product if you don't make it or buying your raw materials and creating the product. So that all goes into cost of goods sold or also known as COGS. So after your COGS, um, it will be your gross profit. So for Casper, their bed to make costs $400. So it takes 50%. Um, so $400 now. So now after a thousand dollar bed, $200 in refunds, and now $400 to make the bed, they're down to a gross profit of $400 they have left. Now, we're gonna talk a little bit more. The next aspect of your business, sales and marketing. Casper spends 36% of their net revenue on this area. That's insane. On marketing. On marketing. Over the last four years, they've spent $468 million in marketing. That is So is there a key metric? So how much should people be spending? Or the first year, let's, let's talk about first year. How much do you think is there a number? Is this a... It depends on the business. It depends on if you're a, a four-wall location, a retail spot, or it depends on e-commerce. If you're an e-commerce brand, you're going to have to spend more on marketing because you have no foot traffic. You have no brand presence. So it depends on what type of business you are. If you're e-commerce, uh, many variables go in. Usually, if you're e-commerce, you have to spend more money to be recognized. Obviously, as people are going to be... It's going to be harder to find you. They can't walk into your location. So next... That was marketing, 36%. So now that's $291, which we will be taking away from your gross profit of $400. And lastly, general and administrative expenses. They spend 35% on that. So that's office rent, uh, sale, uh, like salaries for your employees, and then other expenses that they have. So that's $270. So if we calc that all up, for every one bed that Casper sells, they lose $166. So $1,000 bed that a customer buys, Casper loses $166. That is a horrible business model, which every business owner needs to learn from. You need to know each breakdown of your margins. If you do not do this on at least a monthly basis, it should really be on a weekly basis. So take your POs, know your costs. Well, well, what's a PO? PO is a purchase order. So when you place an order for raw materials or to get the product delivered to your warehouse, that's a, a purchase order. That will help you develop and calculate your COGS. Know your sales and marketing, how much you spend. If you use Facebook, know how much you're spending on Facebook ads or local papers or television, whatever it might I be. I wanna highlight something. So one key metric to look at when you're advertising is check up on your return on ad spend. My key, uh, you always wanna be at least at least two times return on ad spend, right? So. R-O-A-S, that's what return on ad spend stands for. 
take a look at that. If it's under one, you got to tweak your ads. You got to um, see if you're hitting the right demographic. What does so, that mean? That's that, what is, if it's under one, what does, does that mean? So for every dollar you spend, you're earning less than a dollar in sales? Is that what ROS yes. stands for? Okay, cool. So like if you spend $1, you get $2. Gotcha. That's one to two. Like, yep. Gotcha. Um, so key metric is, uh, checking your return on ad spend. You could really look at that under the business manager of Facebook. You could set up, um, key metrics that you want to, uh, keep an eye out. Like I said, you something you want to keep an eye out daily or weekly. If you do it daily, that's, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, also what, uh, Skobak was talking about, Matt Skobak. Um, I think it would be easier. Maybe you could maybe give them a template. I know every yeah. industry is different, but maybe every just straight. different. I mean, it's general. I mean, every business is different, but the most important thing that you need to take away that we need to take away is start sooner rather than later, knowing your financial financials. And this is something that you should be looking at every day. You can't get four or six years down the road like we are in Casper and you find out that you're really not making money. I'm sure they knew, but it's, it's good to have this done as soon as you start your business and have that framework framework to build. Awesome. All right. Number three, display all your reviews on a page on your website, right? Yeah. Casper does a great job on this. I believe they have about over 19,000 customer reviews on their page. You could uh, find it easily on top of the, the site. I'll say reviews. Um, and that's in addition to all the reviews they get from their third party uh, sites as well, where they sell on Amazon, um, Overstock and so forth. So um, let now you may have no reviews. How do you get reviews? You've got to send your product out to content creators, influencers, um, where you don't force them to write a review. They got to like your product. So um, when you're setting out a free product, they could, you know, they test it out. Um, they push it on their feed or social feed if they have a following. You get more brand awareness. Um, obviously, it's going to cost you some money. But also, you, you ask them, hey, if you like my product, I would really, you know, would love for you to review it on this site, which you get feedback, and possibly they could upload uh, photos and, and so forth. Um, I use, for my brand Reborn, we use a third-party app called Looks. It's L-O-O-X, where after the customer receives the product, within, I guess, 15 days, there's an email that is sent out to them asking them to review the product. Now, if they didn't review the product, we would send out another email. This is a strategy you could take, take away, and you provide an incentive. Hey, look. If you, if you review the product, um, you'll get 20% off your next purchase. That's just one incentive, mm -hmm. right? So that's, that's giving them a, a reason for them to review the product, good or bad, right? They also could upload a photo which could help improve your SEO, your search engine uh, optimization, where you want to rank um, you want to rank closer to number one on Google. Let's yeah, let's rewind that. Exactly what SEO I know. I didn't know what it was maybe a couple of years ago, and it's very important for businesses. Exactly, SEO is when you you want to rank Google. Rank though, you, when you go into Google, you type search. You're searching for something. You press search, and you want to rank. You don't want to be on page two hundred fifty-six. You want to be as close as possible as page page one, and, and it's going to take a lot of time. Things, yeah, what are some of the things that help you? Unique content is one of them. Unique content, um, a lot of backlinks. Backlinks meaning like you have other pages, yep. blogs, talking about keywords, you and right? so forth. Sure keywords, keywords, adding a lot of keywords, doing a lot of, it, it, that's a whole different a topic. I know location, even if you're an e-commerce brand, have a location on Google. That helps you rank higher in SEO. That's one little thing I know. Yeah. Um, so that's, I don't want to get, that's, yeah, I don't want to dive into much of that. Different episode. Yep. Um, so, Ad reviews, 
display them as much as possible. Another way you could display them, not just on your website, but also your social media pages. Now, you got to find creative ways of doing that. Um, Matt, who is a CFO of Sugar and Kush, he does it really well with um, having content creators. They display these influencers on their IG page, using the product, having a testimonial under the caption, right, saying what they said, right, and then talking about a little bit more further about the product, like it's almost a CTA, call to action, right, yeah. that gets people to buy a product. People at the end of the day, if they're buying things online, they need yeah. to be, they need to see proof, social yeah. proof about your product that other people are talking about it, not just you know yourself and the brand itself. They want to see- It's customers. Our customers are, are posting on Instagram, tagging us. It's reflecting in there. And that's what Casper has done a great job with, especially people opening up their boxes and their experience. So. Yep. So displaying reviews or getting reviews on your site is key to um, resulting in more customer orders. Awesome, awesome. Number three. Your business strategy needs to make sense with the product you sell. And this is, Casper is a great example, again, I guess I'm the negative person today, of what you do not want to do. So for every dollar Casper spends on marketing, we've talked about how they spend so much money. Every dollar they spend, they make $3 in sales. I, mean, I know we've talked about before, that's great. But with all those other refunds and other expenses and the high cost of goods, it's not that good. So. What Casper does, they spend very heavily to win a customer over and to have a customer. However, the customer provides little repeat value to them. So what that means is who buys a mattress? When you buy a mattress, usually you do probably every eight to 10 years is the average. So Casper spends all this money to gain a customer and then they really don't buy it another item for another year. I think it said 16% of their customers return and buy another product. That is horrible metrics, especially when you're spending so much money. So, so what are you suggesting here? So if you are going to spend so much money to gain the customer, make sure you're attracting them so they're lifetime value. And what lifetime value means is the lifetime value. How can how could someone attract? What do you what do you mean? Let's, let's slow down here. Yep. Attract them in what terms? So you're saying it costs them a lot to get a customer exactly. acquisition, acquisition, right? Acquisition, yes. So are you saying they were late in the game to have a strategy in place such yes. that they could upsell down, or exactly. upsell products? Yep. So, so are you saying very that? late to the game that people just, they bought one product, which Casper had to advertise immensely to get, and then they never came back to the site. And like we talked about, they're losing $166 every time they buy. So it, it was a bad business model. Great idea, I think, with the mattress, but the strategy of, they're gonna market, market, market. Doesn't make sense with the product they were selling because there's such a high margin. They only make fifty percent margin, and then after marketing and sales and and everything else, it it, did, it doesn't make sense. So make sure your numbers are in line with the strategy and what you're trying to sell. That's the key takeaway here. All right, awesome. I think we're at number four. Number four. Add as much helpful guides as possible regarding your service or product. So Casper does a really good job on this, educating consumers of their different uh, mattress types. They have a foam mattress, spring mattress, and probably another type. They have like five beds now. Where they create visually appealing infographics that helps educate the consumer. So again- oh, Slow down there. <laughs> infographics to help in, Infographics like visually yeah. appealing, um, uh, just, just like info, right? Information. Info that's data, visually details. appealing. That's yeah. You don't want to write. You don't want someone to read a novel, right? People in today's. I said yeah. it in the last episode, right? Everyone has a lot of people have ADD, not technically, but but your attention span yeah. is shorter. Uh, shorter, right? So you want 
to educate people like they're reading uh, literally a three-year-old book, right? Mm -hmm. Remember the three-year-old books are just those visuals and just like, so do that as much as possible. So with your product or your service, so they, like I said, they did that with their mattress types, um, you know, the different types of mattress, spring, foam and so forth. But also they created, also they have a lot of helpful content on people that can't sleep. Actually, when you go to their blog, there is some funny um, content, which is another, um, like for instance, one of their, their pieces of content is I think it's like, can't sleep, try doing these 12 things. I think stuff like that, right? One of them is like, watch C-SPAN, try following your taxes or watch paint dry. <laughs> it's hilarious. And it's true. That's what gets you tired, right? And guess what that does? That's going to that's gonna probably get people to laugh, also probably take the link and share it to their friends because it's hilarious and true, yeah. right? Which is also improving their SEO. They're becoming the expert in that market industry about sleep in general. So yeah. become the expert. And the way you become the expert in the industry, right? This is your, your product or service, is you're producing massive amounts of content on your site, but also repurposing that into... Um, your different social feeds, so your IG stories, you take in another creative way of explaining, um, educating your consumers, your uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and so forth. They're also educating consumers via video uh, where they're having content creators, influencers also create videos and educating the consumers. So um, in summary, create content, educational, informative content that helps your consumers make that purchase. Awesome, awesome. Number five, I think we talked about this last week when we talked about Fashion Nova is ancillary products. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit deeper in how Casper did it. We think they were a little bit late to the game. So what that means, ancillary products, Fashion Nova, when you check out, they add products on for a smaller price. Uh, Casper, founded in 2014, I don't think they came up with the first products till 2016 maybe, the dog bed. Um, but as a business owner, more importantly for you guys, what you need to think of, if you have one main product, think outside the box in other items that can relate to that product that you can also increase the value of the purchase. Very important here. So if Casper, they went to dog beds, okay, sleeping, uh, I understand the mattress. Then recently now they're trying to do, um, I believe, sheets and pillowcases with all different types of thread counts. Um, I think they can even expand anything that has to do with sleep. They should really try to bring in to their brand. So they want to be the Nike of sleep. So sleep aids, vitamins, um, which about, I think they're getting into. They're they get just into. they just got into it but pretty it takes late. Too long. We talked about Fashion Nova. They get into new fashion styles within forty eight hours. Casper needs to get in quicker and. I mean, they spend so much money on R and D, as we can see in administrative expenses. Like, they need to be innovative and bedroom furniture. Anything that has to do with sleep or the function of going to bed or waking up, they need to create. That's their brand. So, as a business owner, what to take away? Think outside the box and always try to come up with new ideas that are great ancillary products or tag-alongs with your main product line. Actually, I'm going to highlight uh, one more point. Number six. I know it's going to a little exceed the, the timing, but it's fine. Number six, try to find ways to get other people to talk about your brand or share your brand yeah. or make them affiliates. Now, Casper has, if you go on their site, uh, on top of their site um, uh, to this day, I don't know if it changes when you guys watch this, but it says refer a friend. Now, when you click on that, um, it says, I believe, um, get $75 Amazon gift card whenever someone purchases uh, a mattress using your link. So what does that do? That gets 
everyone, everyone becomes your salesperson, right? People get, you get a $75 gift card, amazing, from Amazon, right? Casper will give it to you if someone buys it. So that's going to get people to share on their social feed. They're gonna, people are going to text you know, their friends, like, I just got this mattress, use my affiliate link. If you need a mattress, they get 75 bucks, they become your salesperson. So you're getting people to share about, talk about your brand. So come up with this strategy, right? Um, there's also apps out there, I believe, that could help integrate this process for you. Um, because so you could collect information and uh, so these coupon codes will work. So read more into it. Yeah. Come up with that strategy. In, in addition, what it does, we talked about before, they spend a dollar for every $3 in sales. It also, uh, let's say, turbocharges your spend, your, your sales growth off your marketing spend. You do not have to spend money on that anymore. The people in your own customers are the new uh, marketing. They're the new Amplified. So... Needed this pen for a reason, you'll see. Wow. Anyway, uh, guys, I hope you liked the episode. This is not to give you investment advice. This is for you to take away so that you can implement these strategies. Although, as uh, Matt pointed out, um, they were great. Well, I pointed out their, their marketing strategy, and you did too, right? Their marketing was phenomenal. Their finances were not in line. This is what happens when you're using other people's money. They, in a lot of companies, when you're getting a lot of investment money, however, you are not really paying attention to your bottom line and you're just trying everything. So make sure um, to pay attention to your finances, take away a lot of this market strategy, um, study from it so that you could start scaling significantly and improving your business. So there's the number one Casper fan right here is dog bed. He likes this. Yeah. So microphone. <laughs> Abel, Casper cute dog. Um, let us know what you think. Uh, subscribe for YouTube watchers. Um, subscribe to the video. Tell us what you think in the comments. Yes. Uh, when this goes in the podcast, tweet us uh, at Sean Azari. You could also find Scopac. You'll find. Do you have a Twitter? No, no Twitter. No, no, no Twitter. Go through Sean's. Yeah, he's gonna get an Instagram soon. Yes. He uses Sweetberry's Instagram to yes. follow or a lot you can of this. Follow Reborn. Great branding in the back. It's all my favorite artwork. So anyway, hope this helped. We love you. Guys, stay safe. Stay safe.